It's the Go Million and Go Million interview and prayer call podcast. You will be blessed in two ways with an influential interview and the engagement of powerful prayer. And now your host, Bishop Nathaniel Gomillion. Well, good morning. God bless you. God bless you one and all. Welcome to the top uh, city uh, Z, actually the Gomillion and Gomillion ministry uh, interview and prayer call. We are blessed to be here on today for a great interview with our friend and our brother, uh, Bishop uh, James E. Jones, amen, pastor of the Greater Grace uh, Church down in Chesapeake, Virginia. We are looking forward to having a fantastic interview. We're tagging a few people out here uh, on uh, Facebook Live and asking them to get online and to be here uh, with us on today. Hey, how you doing, Bishop Jones? I'm doing well, Bishop Gomillion. How are you, sir? Man, I am I am literally blessed, man. I tell you, God is good. Just got back from the full yeah. gospel uh, conference on last week in New Orleans. Had some great seafood down there, man. And now I'm <laughs> I'm trying to recover. I need to do some dieting or exercise or something. I just feel guilty, man. <laughs> Bishop, I heard y'all had a time down there, man. Oh. Uh, I talked to uh, Pastor Kaysen and a few other guys that attended Davis and others, man, and they say y'all had a time. We 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 did we did have a time. Matter of fact, me and Bishop Kaysen did talk about you. So I'm not going I'm not going to say I talked. We talked about you behind your back. I'm just going to tell you right up front. We 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 did we did talk about you, and I'm pretty sure. That you know what we talked to you about, talked about too. Absolutely, indeed, <laughs> I do. I, I don't even have to talk to him to know what y'all talked about. <laughs> <laughs> man, look, man, uh, tell us a little bit about who you are, man, and where you're from, your family and stuff. Awesome, man. I am a, a native of Chesapeake, Virginia, man. I am married to Lisa Buffalo Jones. Uh, we have three amazing children and uh, three um, three amazing children and two incredible dogs uh, that keep us busy. Um, I'm the proud esteemed pastor of the Greater Grace Church. Uh, it's actually located here in Portsmouth. Okay. Um, man, been pastoring uh, Greater Grace. I actually founded the church, Bishop. Uh, we're coming up on our 13th anniversary in two weeks, man. So I'm excited about that. Um, been in ministry, man, going on 32 years. It'll be 32 years this October. Wow, 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 man. Yeah. I'm sorry I, I dislocated your church and put you in Chesapeake. I was looking <laughs> no. I was looking at the P.O. box um, uh, number on yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, you good, Bishop. Um, I live in Chesapeake, so that's why the P.O. box is in Chesapeake, but the church is actually, man, uh, 3709 Elliott Avenue in the beautiful city of Portsmouth. Okay, okay, I, I like Portsmouth. I got a lot of friends uh, down uh, in Portsmouth. That one of my good friends is uh, Dr. Sherrod Riddick and his lovely oh, wife. Man. Yeah, man, Dr. Riddick. Matter of fact, we are we are on the same street, just in different blocks of Portsmouth. So St. Mark is on one corner, and then Greater Grace is on the other corner, man. And we just kind of try to tag team and get everybody saved in between the parameters. So y'all got the whole block sold up. 
Hey, man, we trying to do the best we can, man. <laughs> he, he let me have a portion of that corn. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now, uh, so you already told me how long you've been uh, in ministry and, uh, and, and all of that. Uh, you started in North Carolina, I understand, and, and now you um, uh, in Virginia. You know, I, I preached at that church when, uh, when Davis was there. Yeah, when the great Reverend Dr. William Davis, man, I just, uh, Davis and I texted this morning, uh, briefly. I actually succeeded William Davis. Yeah, well, man. So, yeah, that, yeah, that's the very church, Mount Olive Missionary Baptist Church, man. They are some amazing people there, man, in Bertie County, just doing an incredible work. But yeah, that's where the journey started for me. I left Virginia Union, um, and the week of my graduation, they called me to pastor that church. Wow, man. I, I preached down there. Was, there was a storm that night and, and the lights went out and we were at the church. When we got there, they were still there and we preached <laughs> by candlelight. Yes, sir, Doc. They are some of the most resilient people uh, when it comes to God and spirituality, man. They've survived hurricanes, tornadoes, you name it, and they still have found a way to trust in God. So, yeah, it's a great place to preach. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I found it to be to be so. We want to thank God for, uh, let me see here. we got a bunch of folk here, Vander, Wilburn, uh uh, Amen. Sir, Anita, Pastor Anita Spaulding from New Jersey, Robbie Amen. Robinson, uh, Donna Turner from St. Louis, my classmate, Sandra Lyles Jenkins, who's always on our prayer call, MC Jr., thank God for you being with us today, Kalina Wright, I'm certain that you know a lot of these folks, popular yeah, as yeah. you are, uh, D.A.W. Daw Magenta. Barbara White, Tony Church, yeah. uh, Maggie Blackwell from Northern Virginia. God bless you. Lloyd Austin, he says, great morning. Thank you. Thank you all for being with us today. We are grateful to have uh, my brother, good friend, a new friend, really, but a good friend, I believe, yeah, uh, Pastor yeah. James E. Jones. Man, what's the difference you find in pastoring in the rural and pastoring in a nice size city? Man, Bishop, it's interesting because I'm actually, and I'm sure you'll probably get to that a little bit later, I'm doing my dissertation on that leadership is about the individual and not the location. Okay. Um, it's so interesting, Bishop, because oftentimes people kind of think that there's a difference in uh, the worship style or a difference in the people or a difference in the way that persons have church. Uh, the biggest difference probably for me is just that things, when it comes to resources, are closer. Um, you know, you've got a lot more resources to choose from in an urban context versus a rural context. But in terms of the power and the praise, man, I promise you that, Bishop, there's really no difference. Um, people in the rural, I've discovered they love God and love to go to church, uh, just like people in the urban context. They've got some of the same problems and some of the same challenges that we face in the urban, whether that be uh, gun violence, whether that be racism, whether that be food disparities. The challenges are still the same, and Bishop, the gospel is still the same. So I love both challenges, man. I loved my eight years when I was there, 
And then when I discovered, when I came here and became the pastor of First Baptist West London, you know, I thought that some of the things that I battled there, I wouldn't have to necessarily battle here. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is, man, the struggles are still the same, but the power and presence of God meets you, whether you're in the urban context or the rural context. And so I'm excited, man. I'm actually doing my PhD study on showing that you can lead people regardless of whether they're in a rural context or an urban context, if you lead with a transformational leadership style. Okay, okay. You know, I, I, I've i written uh, several books on the small church. I'm the bishop of basically small churches for four gospel. And I've written several books. One is God can handle small and the other uh, is the large inside the small. And, see, uh, see. You know, I certainly believe that 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 uh, that rural churches are not supposed to be second class. I believe that God wants Absolutely. every church to have first class leadership. Absolutely, Bishop. I co-sign that. I, I'll sign on the dotted line that God <laughs> God desires every church to have five star leadership. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I I, I tell you, you're a very educated man. Uh, and you're working to get more. We just talked about that a little bit, your PhD. And uh, yet you maintain your common man's touch. And, and so many people, when they, when, they, when they ascend up the ladder of educational progress, uh, all, all of a sudden they, they get their, their, their noses lifted up. There are people that they, <laughs> they just can't speak to. They have to walk past them. I mean, I've had the experience of people yeah. that I've known who were good friends of mine, uh, we pastoring in the country. And when they got to the city and started pastoring, all of a sudden they couldn't return my phone calls. They, yeah. they didn't speak no more. It, it, I mean, it, 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 it went crazy, man. But you seem yeah. to have maintained your common man's touch. How, how do you do that? Wow, Bishop, man, that's a great question, and I appreciate it, man. Um, I think it's two things. One, it's always operating, uh, Bishop, from a posture of humility. Um, and, you know, I just had this conversation uh, the other day, matter of fact, with the church that you were talking about, uh, the Mount Olive Baptist Church there in Lewiston. And the question was kind of raised to me, about what did I want people to call me? Do I do they call me bishop? Do they call me doctor? Do they call me reverend? Do they call me pastor? Bishop, for me, I define it this way. The title doesn't make the man. The man makes the title. And so you can strip me of every title and every degree. I preached at one church, and the guy said, now you've gotten another doctorate degree, so do we call you Dr. Dr. Jones? I was like, <laughs> you know, Bishop, I told him, I said, listen, I've been called a whole lot worse than that. I said, so, I said, you call me whatever the Lord lays on your heart. But the other thing, Bishop, that motivates me and inspires me to keep the common touch is I recognize that in high school, I wasn't the smartest person in the classroom, as they can kind of say, I wasn't the sharpest pencil in the pencil box. Matter of fact, my teacher, my accountant teacher, I never forget it. I owe much to who I am today to that woman. She told me in accounting class that I was not college material. Mm. And so I used... So 
those kind of moments to prove all of my doubters, all of my haters, and all of my enemies wrong. And so I've never forgotten the fact that I wasn't the smartest person in class. And so now that God has favored me to graduate from Union, to graduate from Southern, and to be doing, uh, thanks be to God, extremely well academically in my PhD studies, I know, Bishop, that it's nothing but the grace of God. It's nothing, number one, but the grace of God. And then number two, I've got a great team of people around me that enable me to kind of fulfill my destiny and fulfill my calling. And then thirdly, Bishop, it's surrounded by a whole lot of prayer. Yes, sir. It's surrounded yes, sir. by a whole lot of prayer. So I never get to a posture where I look down at somebody because they may not have the educational pedigree that I have, or they may not have had some of the experiences that I have, because I understand where I've come from. I was just a young man that grew up in the Camelot section of Chesapeake. I went to Deep Creek High School. I struggled and fought my way through Norfolk State university most people graduated bishop in four years it took me an extra year because for one year i basically checked out <laughs> because my father had died yes and so as a result of my father dying i wasn't academically focused but then when God kind of, when I surrendered my life to him, Bishop, turned mm -hmm. it all over to him, he not only turned my grades around, he turned my focus around. That's absolutely awesome, man. We want to thank you for that. I want to thank God for Daniel Bryan Stokes being with us today. Donna Pierce, Wanda Green. Uh, thank God for Patricia Johnson. That's my cousin from New York. Wow. Uh, Janelle Ivante Jones, Lloyd Austin, Condalia Baker yeah. from Raleigh, North Carolina, one of our daughters in ministry. Uh, Sheila Grace, thank God for all of them being with us on today. We're interviewing uh, Bishop James E. Jones from the Greater Grace Church uh, in Portsmouth. I'm Bishop G. Uh, this is Gomillion and Gomillion Ministry Prayer Call, interview and prayer call and podcast. Uh, so if you miss any part of the interview, you can get it on the podcast tonight, gomillion.ihollapodcasting.com. Uh, on, on many of your podcast uh, networks, whether that's Google, Apple, uh, uh, any of them, about eleven or twelve of them, you can hit it out there. Wow. Uh, uh, so, 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 look, man of God, uh, you you've gone to a Norfolk State, Virginia Union, Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, Anderson. So, how would you you rate the black educational experience? Uh, versus the Caucasian uh, educational experience. Oh, wow, man, Bishop. Thanks for that question, man. Um, you know, I joke with a lot of my colleagues because when you look at my resume, you wonder how I went from one extreme to the other. Um, but as you know, sir, that Virginia Union, the Samuel D. Witt Proctor School of Theology is one of the best African-American school of theologies in the country. And so as I was starting out in my ministry journey, um, I had to go by way of Virginia Union. And I was, I sat under some of the greatest scholars. I mean, you name it, Dr. Miles Jerome Jones, you name yeah, Dr. Yeah. James Harris, Dr. John Kenny, Dr. Patricia Goodchild, Dr. Jerome Ross, and Dr. Boykin Sanders, and a whole <laughs> <laughs> others that I sat at their feet 
um, and they indoctrinated me, Bishop, into what liberation theology was, what correlation preaching and the dialectical method of preaching. They indoctrinated me into all of that. And so upon my three-year journey there at Union, I wanted to put my foot in the water on the other side of the theological perspective. I wanted to kind of see um, what some of our evangelical brothers and sisters and some of our more conservative uh, theological professors, I wanted to see what they had to say about the gospel and what they had to say about ministry. And what I discovered was while our beliefs may be the same, um, when it comes to liberation theology, uh, you get that more from your black seminaries or your African-American seminaries. They're big on liberation theology and the formation of preaching. And when you go to your evangelical seminaries, they're more focused on mission. They're more focused on building up the church through small groups and discipleship. Um, now, when it comes to administration, I think that for me is one of the other areas where you see the difference. And I'm going to just kind of put a selfish plug out mm -hmm. there for those that may be a part of HBCUs or you've attended Union. Um, we definitely want to give back to our black seminaries because if we don't reach back to the places that gave us our foundation, then they won't be able to continue to do the work for the generations that are coming behind us. And so um, when you look administratively, uh, let's just say, for example, like I teach at Hampton. Okay. And when you look at like Dr. Deborah Hagens, um, she's got adjoint professors that work with her along with myself but in terms of like her administrative team mm -hmm. it's very small which causes her to have to stretch herself very thin to kind of do a lot of the massive work whereas like at anderson where i'm doing this phd they've got almost an advisor for every three students they have I see. And so you kind of see from an administrative standpoint that some of my students, maybe like at, at Hampton, get frustrated because they don't necessarily have that hands-on approach. Well, it's hard to be hands-on when you're responsible for an entire department. And so, and I think that as alumni, We've got to do a better job of trying to give back to the places that blessed us to get our foundation, including like a Norfolk State. Mm -hmm. I mean, a Norfolk State is doing extremely well, but I know that they would appreciate more of that alumni support. But when it comes to like the teaching and the worship, like I said, evangelicals focus more on missions. Like it's strange, Bishop. I was talking with one of my professors last night and he was talking about how his church is a year and a half old. Mm -hmm. And for the last year and a half, They've just been meeting in each other's homes. Now, here's what's deep. I don't know about your experience, Bishop, but I know my experience over the last 32 years. I don't know if I can trust 
a lot of my folk that are around me to meet in their houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, because, I, and that, not, not, now, now, Bishop, if I'm meeting in the house with you, that's one thing. But, but if you meeting in the house, supposedly going over the discipleship plan that I've created, I'm going to be wondering how that meeting is going. Only because I've seen so many times where persons are giving them responsibility and instead of them doing the assignment that were given, they were actually trying to build their own tower. Man, look, I look, man, I, I actually got have friends down in North Carolina who actually sent set preachers up in churches and they were supposed to be up under them, and all of a sudden, they felt led to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people that don't even have no pencils feel led. I felt led. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, and they use that word led. They use that word led very freely, Bishop. Oh, ve ve so very, <laughs> very, very freely, man. Uh, two, two, two terms that are overused in the church are "I feel led" and "My season is up." Oh God, Bishop, two, Bishop, two, two terms, got, and uh, Bishop, we ain't got time on this podcast to deal with my seasons up. No, we 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 don't we don't have time. But I want to tell you, man. That the HBCUs need to hire you, man, because you you a great advertiser. You 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 a great advertiser. I need somebody to pay me some money for this advertisement about these HBCUs you did here on my program. <laughs> now you know you know I know many of those professors. I didn't go to Union. I went to to VUL, but I I know many of those professors at uh, at Virginia Union. Yeah. I know many, many of those professors of uh, 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 Dr. Miles Jones, one of the That's greatest homileticians uh, you ever would meet, had opportunity to sit down with him at the NBCA conference some years ago. And yeah. uh, and uh, Bishop Jerome Ross, Dr. Jerome Ross, man, I met him when he was coming into town. I was doing a wedding and he came to the wedding. I remember him, met him and know him wow. well. So, um so and and who can say who can say anything about Dr. James Kenny John Kenny? He's absolutely oh phenomenal, God. man. God have mercy. Oh my God! God yeah, have man. mercy. One of the best, one of the best systematic minds when it comes to theology that God ever put on the planet. Oh yeah. man, he is absolutely. He'll run you crazy, man. Yeah, yes, sir. He, yeah, and and Dean uh, Dean John Guns is now. Oh yeah, Dean. man, man. And um, doing an incredible work, man. Introducing some new uh, programs that Virginia Union Man is getting ready to unveil, and so um, theological education, man, is looking great. You got Dr. Greg Howard at Shaw University, man. So God is putting us, man, and He's raising up new levels of leadership in this season. Oh, absolutely, uh, which really inspires me, Bishop. Yeah, yes, sir. Well, look, man, uh, our time is rolling, man, and, and we are talking wow. about whether or not we're going to get to all these questions. I, and I, I'm sure that that's not going to happen. <laughs> but, <laughs> but let me, let me, because we don't have but about uh, seven minutes left. So let okay. me, let me, let me ask you uh, this. Uh, uh, you, wh what's your next book? Man, my next book, believe it or not, it's strange you ask that. 
but my next book is entitled The Voice Behind the Mass. And the whole premise of it, Bishop, is a lot of people recognize me for my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I must thank God for it. It's a God-given gift. Uh, Bishop, I wanted to be taller when I was younger. I wanted to be bigger and stronger. Uh, but God didn't give me those attributes, but he did give me a big voice. And it's strange that when we went through the season of COVID, and the whole pandemic and everybody had to pull out masks. God just gave me a systematic devotional every day during the pandemic. And so that's the book that's getting ready to come out is the voice behind the mask, how to survive in unparalleled times. Wow, 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 man. I'm I'm certain that that book is going to be uh, exciting, uh, man. And I'm, I'm looking forward to getting it my, myself. Let me, man, let me, I appreciate it, Bishop. Le, let me, let me ask you, uh, this, uh, Bishop, um, how, how can the church, well, I don't, well, this is going to be, have to be a quick question. Cause I want to ask you, but no, let me go this way. Okay. Um, uh, uh, what, what is your greatest prayer concern? My great, my greatest prayer concern is healing right now for the nation. It's healing. I just believe that the nation, not just the church and not just our community, but the nation needs a facelift. And when you kind of look at that whole Chronicles piece, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves, seek my face. I just believe that God is calling us to a place of a facelift. You know, we need peace. You know, we need love like never before. And we need, while we're fighting political agendas, our local communities are being torn apart. So oh, God. That, 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 that's my prayer. That's my greatest prayer, Bishop. Yeah, man. Just yesterday, a, uh, a worker on the set of Law & Order was killed in New York City. We have people just wow. killing people for no reason it used to be that if someone did something to you 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 might get harmed or if you did something to somebody somebody might retaliate against you or 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 something like that but now we just got people man just shooting people that's it Bishop just killing people man whether you go to the mall whether you go to the grocery store it doesn't matter right now it's open season and open target and that's why I really believe that we've got to come together I mean the days Bishop of saying that their problem or it doesn't happen on our side of town those days are far removed the trouble now is at our doorstep it's at our doorstep. I because it's at our doorstep. But I believe, Bishop, that if the people of God would come together and pray, but not just pray, and I said this even in my PhD class last night, Bishop, not just pray, but put some action behind the prayers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, sir. Absolutely, man. Pray, pray according to the word of God. Pray, not just saying words, but pray believing. That's it. You pray, pray, but, but believe. pray believing. Man. Yeah. So if God would give uh, Bishop James E. Jones 
Junior, anything that you would ask, anything. God said, whatever you ask me, I'm going to give it to you. What wow. would you ask God for? Wow. Bishop, that's a loaded question, man. <laughs> and I know our time, our time is up. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you four points and close. Uh, the, the first... <laughs> The first would be more favor um, so that I could walk through doors that people don't believe I deserve to walk through. Um, the next thing would be more resources. Uh, it's crazy, Bishop, that you asked me this question. I saw a young lady walking in the post office with me yesterday morning. The post office was closed. And um, I was going to check my P.O. box. And... She gets to the door, Bishop says, the door is closed. And she said, man, they got my checks inside. And I need to get my checks because I'm out of gas. And she had two little girls with her. So she's walking back to her car because the post office ain't open. And I said to myself, Bishop, when I was walking back to my car, God, I need you to bless me in such a way that whenever I see somebody that's in need, that I'm able to meet them at their point of need. So the next thing, Bishop, would be resources. The third thing would be wisdom to handle and discern what to do with the resources. And then the fourth and final thing as I close, Bishop, would be more time. I promise you, Bishop, I'm praying that the Lord would give me a 25th hour and an eighth day of the week. Yes, sir. Jesus reminds us. Jesus says, I must work while it is day. Yes, sir. Night is coming. <laughs> night is coming. Man, I, I, I tell you, man, th those are some powerful things. And I certainly hope that God would give you each and every one of those things. Look, we wow. have been having a fantastic interview with uh, Bishop James uh, E. Jones, and we haven't got through half of the things we need to talk about. So we're going to have to get together and have him. Uh, with, here with us again. This is the Go Million and Go Million uh, ministry interview and podcast, and we're going to be getting ready to go into our prayer hour. If you would like to pray, you can dial in at 518-425-1719, 518-425-1719, and you can pray with us. If you can't pray with us, uh, you can write your prayer request on the screen. If you don't want to do that, it's personal. You can instant message me and I will bow my head and pray for you immediately. Also, this is going to drop to a podcast tonight at 12 a.m. Go Million Dollar Holler Podcasting. Go out there on Anchor, Google, uh, Apple, uh, any of the podcasting uh, networks. iHeart, there are about 12 of them. If you got one of them, you can get this podcast and listen to this wonderful man of God as he shares uh, from his heart. Uh, Bishop, we're getting ready to start our prayer call and uh, and I didn't even open up the prayer call line. I got to open it up right quick. I tell you, man, I got so so busy wow. engrossed with what you were saying, man, that I didn't even open up my own prayer line, man. <laughs> Bishop, you asking some major questions on this Wednesday. I, I, hey, that time flew by, sir. It yes, flew by. It 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 did fly by, man. I tell you, it flew by. One number. If you are the host. Yes, sir. It did fly by, man. It was a great, great interview. This is Bishop. 
Hey, this is Bishop Gomillion, and I want to thank you for listening to Gomillion and Gomillion. Look, I'm inviting you to connect with me beyond your hearing me weekly. I have resources for your reading pleasure. Here's what I want you to do. Visit my website, gomillionandgomillion.com, and check out our various resources. Let me spell that. That's G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N and G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N dot com. Check it out, won't you? God bless you. Are you ready to pray? Come on and let's dive in as we call on the name of the Lord. And if you have a prayer request, please let me know by email. You can email me at ngomillion at aol.com. That's N-G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N at aol.com. Email me and we will honor your request. Are you ready? Come on, let's pray. All right, Bishop, my prayer line is open, and I want to ask if you would open us up in prayer. My own daughter, uh, my own spiritual daughter, Hanalia Baker, said part two, part two. So we're going to do a part two, Bishop. I'll get back with you, man of God. Uh, if you, If you would, sir, please open us up in prayer. Yes, I will. Come on, let's pray together, family. Gracious God, we so lovingly honor you and we thank you for the Go Million and Go Million uh, interview and prayer line. And God, we just thank you for this time together. And God, you know every need that is on social media right now. You know every need that is preparing to call in. And so God, we ask now that whatever the need is, that God, you would speak to that concern. God, we thank you today for this incredible vision that in the middle of the week, in the middle of the day, that God, you would call us together to get a middle of the day blessing. God, we're praying now for the manifestation of miracles. We're praying now, God, for the dispensation of your favor and your anointing. God, do stuff for us that can't nobody do but you. God, we thank you in advance for what you're getting ready to do. Finally, God, we decree and declare the first Corinthian second chapter verse 9 anointing under everybody under the sound of my voice God no eye have seen no ear have heard and neither has it entered into the heart of man what you're getting ready to do thank you God for what you're already doing but we decree and declare right now we're shouting for what you're about to do we're shouting for the check that are yet on the way. Yes. We're shouting for the healing that is yet on the way. We're shouting for the salvation that is yet on the way. We're shouting for the deliverance that is yet on the way. We're shouting for the churches that are yet on the way. We're shouting, God, for the opportunities that are yet on the way. God, we give you glory for what our eyes have seen and what our ears have heard for what you're about to do. Such is our prayer in the only name that really matters, in the name that is above every name. It's in that name that we do pray. Amen. Amen. We thank God for Bishop James E. Jones, pastor of the Greater Grace Church. Listen, if you want to hear this wonderful man preach, stop by the top. Stop by the top, September 1st, this year on 460 in Zuni, and he'll be there sharing the word. God bless you, man of God. Bless you, Bishop. Until we meet, sir, I'll see you in September. Okay, bless you, sir. Have a great day.
Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Right, Bye-bye. Well, we thank God for Bishop James E. Jones, pastor of the Greater Grace Church in Portsmouth. Our prayer line is open, and of course, we're going to have to have him back. The prayer line is open. This is Bishop G. Uh, who's on the prayer line today? Praise the Lord, this is Deacon. Hey, Deacon Willie, how you doing, man of God? I'm blessed. I'm blessed yourself. I'm blessed myself, man. God is phenomenally good. Amen. Listen, you all, our prayer line is open. 518-425-1719. 518-425-1719. We would love to have you call in and be on uh, our prayer line uh, with us today. Deacon Willie? Deacon Willie? All right. Is anybody else on the line yet? Good afternoon, Bishop. This is Robbie. Hey, Minister Robbie. How you doing? I am well, sir. All right. God bless you. Um, uh, Deacon Willie, would you open us up in prayer? Amen. Amen. Father God, name of Jesus, right now, say thank you. Thank you for your grace and your mercy, Lord, Father God. This is the day that you have prayed, Lord, Father God. We will rejoice and be glad in it, Lord, Father God. Thank you for being God, God, all by yourself, Lord, Father God. Thank you for making a way out of no way, Lord, Father God. Thank you for being the key at change, Lord, Father God. And the Lord loves, Lord, Father God. Jehovah Jireh, Lord, Father God. And first at peace, Lord, Father God. Emmanuel, Lord, Father God. The great I am, Lord, Father God. Thank you right now, Lord, Father God, for being our rock, Lord, Father God. Our soul and shield, Lord, Father God. Thank you right now, Lord, Father God. Thank you right now, Lord, Father God, for your son, Jesus, Lord, Father God. And sit high, Lord, Father God. And look low, Lord, Father God. And sit on the right hand of the Father, Lord, Father God. The God that put food on our table, Lord, Father God. Close our back, Lord, Father God. Move over our head, Lord, Father God. Use our feet, Lord, Father God. Brought our body, Lord, Father God. Thank you right now, Lord, Father God. Heal the bishop right now, Lord, Father God. Yes, Lord. Lord, his hand, Lord, Father God. To fall his feet, Lord, Father God. Heal him right now, Lord, Father God. Heal his man, Lord, Father God. Thank you right now, Lord, Father God. Heal his church, Lord, Father God. His prayer line, Lord, Father God. Heal right now, Lord, Father God. Heal right now, Lord, Father God. Facebook. Thank you, buddy. Now, Lord, for 
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. you so much thank you so much uh, uh deacon willie again we say to those who are watching us on facebook live if you have a prayer request you can print it on the screen uh we will pray for you if you don't want to uh print it on the screen you can instant message me and i will pray for you god bless you somebody came on the prayer line sandra how you doing elder sandra i'm doing great how are you oh i'm absolutely blessed thank you so much Praise God. Amen. Amen. Elder Deborah Bell, thank you for being with us today. We appreciate the work you did for us in uh, NOLA, too. Thank you for all of your volunteers. At this time, we want to ask if Minister Robbie would pray uh, for us. Eternal God, our Father, we come before you in prayer first and foremost. We worship you for who you are. We honor you for the magnanimous nature that you are. And we just bow down our heads before you, O oh God, because besides you, there is no other. God, my specific prayer for this afternoon is that, God, you would enlarge our faith territories. God, I'm praying that you would enlarge our territory and our faith. There's so many people who are struggling right now that don't know which way to turn. They turn on the news. They hear bad news. They turn in the streets. There's so much violence in the streets. There's so many issues going on. But God, you said that you will never leave us nor forsake us. And if you can take care of the animals, surely, surely you will watch over your own children. But God, we pray that you will enlarge our faith territory. There's so yes. many people right now who are going through physical illnesses. I pray, God, that they would, that you would instill in them the faith to believe that they are more than conquerors, that they will be able to overcome whatever ailments they're going through. There are some people who are going through diabetes right now. There are some people who are going through blood pressures. There are some people who are going through cancer and, and going through congestive heart failure. They don't know which way to turn, and doctors have said that they've done all yes, they can Lord. do. But God, I know you to be a healer. I know yes, you to Lord. be a way maker, a miracle worker, a mind regulator, a heart healer. We know you to be those these things. So God, in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, heal right now in Jesus' name. There's so many people going through mental issues. 
issues right now. There's so many people that during this pandemic and post-pandemic, they have experienced mental breakdowns. But God, I pray that in the name of Jesus, that not all that even though they may have suffered through mental breakdowns, God, you can build them back up in the name of Jesus. We've seen you do it before. I've seen what you have done for others. And I know that you can do it for them. I pray, God, that with those going through emotional battles right now, they have gone through so many traumatic experiences, that, God, you will gird them and build them up in such a way. There are so many people who don't know which way to turn, God. I pray that you would build them up spiritually in such a way that it's not about reformation. It's not even about denomination. It's about relationship with you and the one that you sent forth, Jesus Christ. And so, God, I pray in the name of Jesus, in the name of that Jesus. we would that you would build us up in such a way that our faith will literally be larger than our eyes. Your word declares that anything that we pray, that when we pray, that you have the petitions of that which we pray for. Your word says so many times that we must believe, for faith without work is dead. Your word says so many times that without faith, it is impossible to please the Lord. Hebrews 11 and 6. And so God, he knows that in order to seek, in order for us to really truly understand you, we have to believe by faith. We cannot go by what our eyes see, but we must believe by faith. So my prayer, O oh Lord, is that you will literally enlarge our territory yes, in Lord. such a way that when we start seeing beyond the natural eye, we can see to the spiritual eye and see all that you have in store for us. We thank you in advance for what you're about to do in everybody's life. We thank you in advance for what you're about to do in our bishop's life. We thank you in advance for every family who is assembled in this prayer call that you will get the glory and we will see the good work that you've done for us, your children. We celebrate you. We honor you. We thank you. And it's in Jesus' name we do pray. Hallelujah and amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much, Minister Robbie. Praise be unto God. God. Yes, God, touch in the name of Jesus. That's Elder Bell. Thank you so much, Minister Robbie. Did anybody else come on the prayer line today? All right. Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins? Yes. Would, would you pray? Father, we thank you. Yes, we thank you, Lord. And we praise and magnify you, Lord God, and we give you glory. Father, I just praise you in my infirmity, oh God. I praise, praise you right now because, hallelujah, if this had happened to me, I don't know if I would have been able to search you out like I'm searching you out now. So, Lord God, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you, and I want to praise and give you name thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, God. Spirit is awakened in me, oh God, and I thank you, yes, yes, Lord, yes. God, for your awakening, your people, your, the, the, the called out ones across the nation, that they're just not stopping at the superficial, but they are God, they're going deeper and deeper and deeper in you, oh God. Yes, yes, yes. You are revealing, I know nothing of my own, only what you reveal to me through the Spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus, yes. and I pray that the, the, the ones that believe in you would operate in, 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 in work in the Spirit realm, that they will not be fleshly or carnal-minded, in the mighty name of Jesus, that they will not make excuses for their sins, but they yes, confess Lord. their sins. 
to you, Lord God, where you are able to forgive them of their sins and cleanse them from all unrighteousness, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I pray for truth in the inward part, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I'm praying for Koreans and those that are overseas, that are Christians, that are believers, that are persecuted, are in jail yes, Lord. because of what they believe. Yes, 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 Lord. Pray out in the open. They have to sneak and pray that they can't read their scriptures or if they talk about Jesus in their jails, oh God. I pray for their deliverance. I pray for their release. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that your spirit would move across nations, oh God, and that you would strengthen it. And Lord, set free those that are in captivity in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the angels, oh God, and I believe <laughs> there are angels that work on our behalf. There are ministering spirits that work on our behalf that you would go to all those that are in captivity, whether they're in captivity in their minds, whether they're in captivity in their spirit, that you would release and deliver in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, we're praying for the sick and shut in. We're praying for the elderly, oh God, that you, Lord God, would make ways for them, even in these days where everything is going up and their social security check is not, oh God, that you would make a way that you would bless them food or whatever they stand in need of, that you would make provision for them, Father. <coughs> the hearts of those that are young, that are working, that they would be able to share with those that are in need and not yes, greedy yes, or, yes. Or, or, or full of lust and covetousness, Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of I Jesus. I pray, Lord God, for a spirit of, of gratitude and a spirit of generosity among your people, oh God. Father, I pray right now that you would protect us from any bullet, Lord God, anything that is set up to hurt harm us, oh God, that our yes, Lord. would be fulfilled. And no devil in hell would be able to stop us from doing the work of the kingdom. Strengthen, oh God, that we would stand on your word. And Lord God, that we would not be able to scared to speak up and speak with us, saith the Lord. I pray, that's Lord right, God, that your right. sons and your daughters would dream dreams and have visions and prophesy. I speak right now over the sick and over those that are suffering with illnesses and diagnosis that they have no the doctors tell them that they have no cure. I speak healing. I speak just like yes, yes, Lord. I speak over these wounds right now that they will they live. Yes. I speak long life, Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh the Lord God strengthen us in the mighty name of Jesus that we be able to stand and then stand some more. Father bless those who on this prayer Bless those that are in leadership. Bless those that have been attacked and, 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 and oppressed, oh God. We're praying, Lord God, that your spirit would bring freedom and, 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 and life, oh God. We speak life to the believers. Lord, those that are trying to give up, Lord God, we pray right now that you would touch them and breathe upon them, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we're praying, Lord God, for those people that have let their candlelight go out, Father. You said that the, 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 the man is, is a candle for the Lord. But you didn't say the candle was lit. We're praying, Lord God, that the, that the flame of the candle of the Lord be lit and that the flame would never go out, that we would intensify mm. in our prayer life, that we would intensify in your faith, oh God, yes, Lord. that we would not do every 
that we would pursue you like never before in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Those that have been taken from their homes, those that have been caught in human trafficking on God, I pray that they are still alive and they can return home. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we give your name praise and we give your name honor. It's in Jesus' name worthy. Amen. Thank you. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins. God bless you. Uh, Pastor Kim, are you with us today? All right. Somebody is giving us some feedback. All right. Is somebody else on the line today? All right. Oh, magnify the Lord. For he is worthy to be praised. Oh, magnify the Lord. For he is worthy to be praised. Hosanna, blessed be the rock. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. Hosanna. Blessed be the rock. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. Hallelujah. Hosanna. You've been engaged with Gomillion and Gomillion interview and prayer call. Bishop Nathaniel and Elder Francine Gomillion serve at Tabernacle of Praise, 5283 Windsor Boulevard in Zunai, Virginia. You can contact them by mailing to P.O. Box 161, Zunai, Virginia, 23898. Sunday morning service time is at 1045 a.m., and virtual Bible study is on Wednesday at 7 p.m. And the number to get in is 518-425-1719. Bishop and Elder are the founders of Gomillion and Gomillion Ministries, covering ministries and pastors, and can be contacted via phone 804-943-8364. Bishop and Elder Gomillion want to thank you for listening to Gomillion and Gomillion Interview and Prayer Call Podcast.